Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates and things that caught our attention today. First Snacks back for mm. the new year. Happy Tech Tuesday. El Bradford, welcome to the studio. Is this your, like your favourite day of the year? Oh, we're back, baby. We're back. We're back. It's Tech Tuesday. We're talking nerdy stuff right up your alley. And you look a lot more relaxed than last year. I can already sort of see it in your face. Like there's no real little lines in but under your eyes anymore. You just looks like you've been sleeping like a baby. Is that correct? I am coming back to life a little bit. You know, dad life, getting used to dad life. It's yeah. been uh, December was almost a write off. I can't believe it's the third of January when we're recording this. Comes out tomorrow for Tuesday. You know, you guys know we first day back in the office. We're doing a bit of a real and real and deal and get back in the podcast studio and do some recordings, even though we recorded over the break and we recorded on Sunday with Botsy. Well, that, you're it's not, not really first day back then, is it? Well, you just pinged me saying, I need to get out the house. Come on, let's do something. Yeah, uh, no, I was like, mate, relax, mate. Relax. I never said that, M. I never said that. <laughs> just <laughs> listen anyway. What are you talking yeah, about? That's huh? true. That's true. Now, I'm coming back to life. It's been a big month getting used to dad life, but I'm, I'm loving it sick. Yeah. What are you loving about it? What are the best parts? Just staring into little Tilly's eyes when you're just like, what is life? And you're just looking at it going, that, that's life. It? I just think it's just... Yeah, like having another – there's a little human, right, and you're watching her grow. So you're saying it's like having, like, a dog, like just having an extra responsibility now that you just do other things for. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I love changing pooey nappies and I love getting shit on. What was the first pooey nappy you changed and what was that experience like? I can't remember the first one, but I do have a good one, which I went went to change Matilda and she was on the change table. She'd just done a big wee. I've changed – no, a big poo, changed the nappy, Mm. was getting ready to put – just, just throwing that one in the bin. Grabbed mm. the next one to put on. Pissed absolutely everywhere before I got the next nappy on. So just drenched all the on the changing table and stuff. Yeah, I was like spewing. Yeah, and then um, as I went to put the next nappy back on, mm. she sneezed with her legs in the air mm. and shot shit out. And no I was way. no shirt because I was, it was on the, hot on the belly. And she just it was there was specks of shit across my chest. You're kidding. And I just. You know, I, I I was like, well, this is parenthood. You know, that's did were you just like ooh yuck, or were you like, this is just I'm no, in the trenches. I'm in the trenches. This is what I do now. This is what I do now. That's what I was like. Are you gonna always put a shirt on now when you're changing the baby? Just think, I didn't know when you sneeze, a bit of poo comes out. Maybe it happens for us too. Still, uh, probably for you. Does it? I don't you know. Have you ever sat on the couch and you're like, is that a fart or a poo when I, I sneeze? I that? I'm not sure, but let's let's uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> moving on. First day back. It's uh, yesterday. We dropped our episode with Jack Botts, yeah. the main man, Botts Botts baby. He's down here. I could hear him jamming from my backyard at the Torquay Hotel. He's loud, packed to the house. Packed to the brooms, yeah. He's a good dude, isn't he? That's the second time we've had him on the pod. So the first time we had him, we learned a bit about his story, where he grew up and how he sort of got into music. And yesterday's pod was pretty much about what he's been doing now, how he writes and creates his new stuff, what goes into creating a live show, how he does all that stuff, and a bit about surfing and how he met his uh, wonderful girlfriend, Lainey. So... I don't know, there's lots to talk about. It's a really good app and he's a good dude. So if you're in Australia and you're listening, um, make sure you go see him this summer because he's playing it pretty much everywhere, even all the regional towns. So um, he's, he's out and about until March. Yeah, until March. Full yeah. head, his own headline tour. Yeah. He's out there selling tickets. Can you believe he's only 23 years old? Oh, he's, he's, he's got a wise head on his shoulders. He does, he? doesn't he? He's such a cool, calm, collected dude and people are really resonating with his messages and with his music. So good luck to him this year. I can't wait to keep an eye out. Hey. Let's get into the headlines because yeah. you know it's 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 Tech Tuesday and I like this sort of shit. So this article is from TechCrunch, yeah. best of TechCrunch 2021. There's a few ones. I'm not going to go through all the stuff, but I'm going to go uh, 
I'm going to go through a few things that really just took my eyes. TikTok just gave itself permission to collect biometric data on US users, including face prints and voice prints. TikTok took off in the thick of the pandemic as many people in 2020 turned to the platform for their daily dose of viral videos, dances and trends while in quarantine. However, now more than ever, social media users are aware of data collection as growing concerns of privacy rights emerge. TikTok changed its privacy policy in June to allow the capture of users' biometric data, which includes face prints and voice prints. At first glance, the new privacy policy is on par with many other social networks' use of data collection. But uh, Sarah breaks down why the new policy is alarming. TikTok's history with the US government past or biometric privacy violation lawsuits and the policies updated buggy rollout. This is good, this article is a good starting point for the ongoing data privacy issues for social media faces. What are your thoughts on this? I wonder when what point you get to when you get to a certain amount of users where the government and people like that start reaching out and start trying to have some pull with what you're doing and try and get some data and stuff. Like TikTok's obviously huge, but like when you're starting up a tech company from scratch or whatever, are you really thinking about like when the government's coming to you for all these new regulations and stuff, like when does it become like a annoying thing for companies like that? Well, the, the thing that sort of freaks me out about this, it's now also the new bill that passed in Australia where for three days without a warrant, the yeah. Australian government or whatever can come and access your socials and play around in there, read your messages and as stuff. As long as they've got, uh, it, like, if an, they're looking... An intent. An intent. An intent to get a warrant. Intent to get That's a warrant. That's fucked, isn't it? Intent. You can check through people's messages. You can check through... It's not like you got anything to hide. It's just like, fuck off. It's a little bit isn't like... It? Especially when they go on... If I'm, all right, so now if I start using TikTok and that, they've got my voice on thing, they've got my face scanned, the government can access my stuff. And yeah. I've, do you know what else to freak me out? With, I'm going to yeah, tell, tell, tell you something that freaked me right out. Did you know... That when you have a kid, they do a blood prick mm. of the foot, like a Dexter. They keep a little Dexter slide of, and it goes in the back of the air conditioner in the office. Yeah, no, it doesn't go there. <laughs> it goes to a secret location that you're not allowed to know where it goes. Did you ask questions? I was what? asking questions. And were they saying, "Bloke, just shut up, They're mate"? Like, <laughs> I'm like, "When do I get it back? Or how long?" Do-? And they keep it indefinitely. So they've got what did they say? They got though? my child's DNA. They got your DNA on file. Yeah, I know. My yeah. DNA on file. Now they've got all these other prints and things. It's like. Yeah. They might create clones. But do you see why – I can see why people would do it because you need to know, like, all the types of people – like, population and just all that sort of – for statistics and all that. Yeah, yeah, You, yeah, you like, do need that, but I wonder who's got it. Like, the fact that they can't say or they're not telling us, that's the weird part. Like, I don't mind. If you want to keep us on file, who's got us on file? That's who's the, the one looking that's through – That's the thing that drives me nuts. Yeah. We talked – if one of my – made my list last year for, in my top five or honourable mentions was the episode with John Phillips where we talked about data, privacy, self-sovereign and, and identity. You were, and you worked with him on the blockchain about 10 years ago. Yeah, and so I, so, sorry, mate. I was a blockchain. Did you invent the blockchain with I him? was a blockchainer. You know, I was out there <laughs> blockchaining. Um, yeah. No, but seriously, the thing that sort of drives me nuts in all this is that as – the individual, you and I, yeah. we don't have a view of our data. No. We don't have access to the things that they're capturing about us. They don't, they've got our DNA on file from, from the time we are a baby. They're capturing all this other mm. data through these social platforms. The government's accessing it through whatever new regulations and stuff that they pass. But us as the everyday punter, mm. I've got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, guys, take all that stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. It feels <laughs> weird. It feels like there's like a 0.01% of people who actually know how the world works. And yeah. the rest are just like, yeah. you're just like... A speck of sand, you know, like you really don't matter. 
Yeah, that's true. That's right. weird, isn't it? Moving on, next one. If you haven't followed NFTs, here's why you should start. The newish wave of crypto has grown exponentially over the, of the past year. When Cooper Turley wrote this article in Feb 2021, he said the estimated total value of crypto art has now passed $100 million, according to crypto art, blah, 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 one vertical of growing ecosystem of NFTs. The estimated total value now, December 2021, is over $2 billion. If you don't know much about NFTs, the article is a great starting point. You're an NFT nuff nuff. You love this shit, and mm. I'm getting into it mm. now. Tell me what your thoughts. Oh, uh, yeah. What's NFTs? Yeah, NFTs. You, do you own any? Do you want to own any? I want to own any, yeah. You, I, I, what? <laughs> no, I want to own some this year for sure. Um, just seeing a lot of people, uh, not a lot, but a few people like Dan Remy and stuff, for, for example, they're sharing their sort of journey. Attic Ponya sharing his uh, NFT journey with 365 days array. And so it's like having an art collection. Kind of, yeah. Like and have you have a record collection. Uh, the best way I can describe it is like if you go into the, like a book at the library. Yeah. Like, you know, like at the back, you see who's, who's had it before, who's yeah. read it before, and then you get, it gets passed on with the, with the contract. You see how much people pay for it. You get commissions the for it. The creator gets a commission for yeah. life. Yeah. And on every exchange. Yeah. That's and pretty cool. But that's, that's the future of contracts, I reckon. Honestly, I, I reckon every contract's going to be like that now. Like, I don't reckon there'll be much, like, signing on that sort of stuff. I think it'll be NFTs. And I just feel like there's more to offer, too. Like, if you say, for example, for a musician or a band, like, say, for Jack Botts, he could have the NFT ticket for his Torquay Hotel show. Yeah. That gives him VIP access to people who buy it, who might get a signed shirt, who might get a bunch of other stuff, first pressing vinyl of his new shit or whatever it is, becomes a collector's item. But it's all sort of done through that and it's sort of in this one spot. So well, I'm rocking Botsy's hat today. He gave us are. a new hat and I'm, yeah. I'm loving it. Sick. It looks it, good. It looks it? good on my head. It does. I felt good when I left the house. It's gave me a hat. Yeah. Like, hats are very particular. Like yeah. I'm sure that you have the same thing when yeah. you put stuff on your bald head. You know, I got... Yeah. Big fluffy hairdo, and I want yeah. to try and figure out how it works. Well, I feel like he made that hat for your head because he's got a big head of hair too, and I feel like he needs, you know, it's just got that support and cushion for yeah, it. Yeah, so I do appreciate that. All right, next one, moving on. This is your brain on Zoom. We've all been work, working from home, faces seen by colleagues on endless video chats. So it was great to read Devin Colby's breakdown of a study of, of Microsoft conducted about how your brain needs a break. When discussing the study, Devin says, during the meeting block with no breaks, people showed higher levels of beta waves which are associated with stress, anxiety and concentration. Here's to scheduling meeting breaks for 2022. What are your thoughts on Zoom and, and video meetings for 2022? How are you going to approach life this year, Al Bradford? I reckon short and sharp. I think Zoom calls now are... You can suck my dick a little bit, yeah? Yeah, I think things need to be a bit more direct. I feel like if you're working from home and you're all clear on what you need to do... More agendas? Yeah, more agendas and just like, hey, it's all good, hope you had a good weekend, whatever. I think like you definitely need the water cooler moments, but that's for like liking Instagram pics and I feel like if you've got friends in workplaces, you can just call them and text them and stuff. Like, keep that up, but I feel like with work-specific stuff, it gets so draining when you're on calls all day and you're just like, do I even need to be in this meeting? Like why? Like I it was just, about September yeah. last year where I had a one week where yeah. I was in just endless amounts of Zoom calls all day, back-to-back back Zoom to back. calls of things. I was like, I didn't do any work. Well, I did. I was doing work. Not much gets done though, does yeah, it? Yeah, it's just, it's just it's wank talk. I reckon maybe a Zoom day where you might have meetings all for one day a week or maybe like, who did we speak to? Dave from, uh, was it Dave or Ben from Employment Hero? And they do it. How do they do it? He structures up his day where he only does uh, meetings before 12. I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't but mind. Like, you need to figure out what works for you. When I worked at Pexa, we had uh, meeting-free Wednesday. Yeah, okay. So you would do your meeting everywhere else. What about get- something's due Thursday and you're like, we probably need to have a meeting. You could still have catch-ups if required, but the whole point was the whole whole company, mm. it's your time. You had blocked out that you're not meant to be booking anything between that 9 and 1 o'clock period on a Wednesday because everyone needs their time to reset. Yeah. 
I think it's so week. hard too with a big company. I mean, like for us, we can sort of now with a small team, we can sort of go, yeah, you do this and all that. But as you grow on scale, you really need the processes and you kind of need to tell people when to take time because if you don't, they'll either keep working or they won't work at all. Yeah, agreed. Well, anyway. That's, a, that's interesting though, isn't it? I just feel like the whole thing last year, I'm over video calls hard and I'm over long days in person in the office. All right, I got another one for you. Medium sees more employees exit after CEO publishes culture memo. It's safe to say this year brought disruption, uh, much disruption to today's corporate ecosystem. It's not only employees challenging work-life balance, the wealth gap and the co- company culture, but they're also taking a stance on social and political initiatives. Natasha spoke with various former and current employees of Medium after CEO Ev Williams posted a culture memo which ended up trip. Tripling churn at the company. However, after speaking to one engineer, Natasha found that there's been a long-standing history of problematic issues at Medium with a wave of departures that seem to be clearly triggered by the memo. This article not only exposes the downfall of the Medium's company culture, but also relates to the company who sent out similar memos like Coinbase and Basecamp. I'm just going to see what they said in this culture memo. I, I like uh, Medium because I posted all my thoughts. In Healthy it. culture brings out the best in people. He wrote the they feel psychologically safe voicing their ideas and engaging in debate to find the best answer to any question, knowing that their co-workers are assuming good intent and giving the benefit of the doubt because it will give that in return. A few paragraphs later, Williams wrote that while counter-perspectives and unpopular opinions are always encouraged to help make decisions, repeated interactions that are non-constructive, cast doubt, assume bad intent, make unsubstantiated accusations or otherwise do not contribute in a positive environment have a massive negative impact on the team and working environment he added these behaviors are not tolerated the internal memo of today blah blah blah, was published nearly one month after medium staffed unionized attempt failed to pass i'll tell you what there's some issues going on there but i want to i want to talk about culture memos yeah if once you get to a point where you have to write a culture memo and tell Mm. them the do's or don'ts and not be tolerated and do whatever Fuck off, huh? You're treating adults like babies. And even though they might be behaving like babies, it's you from the top that you need to be setting the example of like, it's just dumb shit, isn't it? I think, to be honest, he's probably a dick. You can tell he's probably a bit of a dick and maybe he's the issue. He's got got dick tendencies. He's he's got big dick tater vibes. (laughs) Dick tater, huh? Uh, That's a funny movie, isn't it? That's a grouse movie. But did you ever use Medium? I posted a few articles. Yeah, you were... I remember remember when we were living together, there was this one moment where... Socials, you went on socials. But I was was studying uni at the time and I remember I had this thing due in the morning and I was like, it was 10 o'clock at night and I was like, I didn't do any words and I was like, I just decided in that instant that I was going to quit uni and just write my own shit. And I just wrote stuff that no no one even read, really. But it was like, this is what I want to do. I like that. And that was on Medium. That Very was decisive. Cool. I think it's moved to Substack now. Has it? People yeah. do Medium, but Substack is like you yeah. follow along and get people's thoughts and shit. I haven't done it in a while, but if you... Yeah, I just think it's good. Some people... I like reading good writers and people who have good thoughts on things. Yeah, I agree. Like essays, like Paul Graham, that guy, another employment hero shout out, but uh, Dave, I think, was the one who got me onto them essays and it's yeah. just a way give us your thoughts different mode of thinking yeah you get, know get me out of that get me out of the, just the books and get me into some articles well, and essays. you know how good an essay is is because it's like one page yeah you know what i mean like i don't want to read it's like a whole notes. book like when you when someone goes i oh, recommend a grouse book now nowadays i look at the notes what are the big takeaways from it yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't have to i like i don't really i like books i prefer to follow authors yeah i think it's important to follow people for their thinking not just for like hey this yeah. is the one book that changed my life no, yeah. no go read a collection of work by such and such yeah their thoughts on different things yeah yeah, yeah. I, like that. yeah. I like that hey before we go one movie that that went a bit of a virally yeah uh don't look up yeah i told you to watch it what you and think? i fucking watched it is that afternoon because what really did you li- think I, I really liked it it was well Good cast. I don't think if, if it didn't have that cast, 
I wouldn't have been as good. Nah, because it was good acting. Oh, I agree. They had, a, they had a super cast. The president was the best act. act. Is that Meryl Streep? Yeah. Yeah. She's good, isn't she? I never thought I'd like. Like, Meryl Streep's not someone I'd She's good. Her. She's really good. I love Leo. Leo. Jonah Hill's good. And yeah, he's good. Did you hear him describe his character? They're like, what, what? What's your character? And he goes, pretty much your fire festival was a person. Yeah. And it made sense. But I thought it was a really good movie. Uh, there, there seemed to be an agenda behind it, like I, I feel. Like, For sure. Because you, you look at the people like the Leos and the, the, they've been environment, they're on the environmental train and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. But I couldn't help but feel there was a bit of a COVID yeah, yeah, sort, yeah. Of, sort of vibe there. And it was like, I wonder how a lot of people feel about it. Like, we're living in weird times. Yeah. It's, it gave me a bit like, fuck, we're... I, I like the end of the movie where they ended up on that other planet. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that, that weird – I reckon it was more like Bezos than Musk. What do you reckon? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it was like – Yeah. <laughs> that would fucking creep me out. Have you seen Bezos now? How nah. jacked he is? Is he jacked up? Bro, they've they done this before and after. He met Amazon when he was living in San Fran in this little nerdy office with balding hair. Yeah. Now he looks like The Rock, bro. Yeah, he's, he's got been... veins coming out. Maybe he's on that alien juice or something. I don't I know, like bro. That. Hey, that was good. my New Year's resolution. So maybe I'll get I've challenged him to a box boxing match down at Kensington uh, Town Hall. The, huh? the space juice on space base. Juice I'll go bring it on, you fucking bald headed fuck. Yeah, hey, huh? but we're we're back, baby. We're back. Today's Tuesday. First snacks back. Hope you guys had a fantastic holiday. If you're getting back into work or you have an extra week of holidays, soak those holidays right up. Enjoy mm. the. Sunshine, get out there, see some friends, don't get COVID. Come down to Torquay and see Rob. He loves people, he loves good times. He'll be hanging out at the park and uh, doing some zip lining and all that hippie stuff. You love it, don't you? Yeah, I know zip lining, but yeah, whatever it is, see you tomorrow.